right, gang. Let's really nail it this time. Here we go. A one, a two, a one, two, three, four. Bum. <laughs> Tommy, you're the oldest. I'm counting on you. Come on. She's got eyes of the bluest skies, as if they thought of rain. I hate to look into those eyes and see now. Nice vibrato, buddy. All right, all right, Alice, let's go. Reminds me of a warm, safe it's so flat. I can't even. I don't even know. You don't even look good while you're singing. The worst thing I've ever heard. $1,200 a week for voice lessons, and this is what I get? Okay, I'm going to save it with the solo. Bow, bow, I'm dead. And I can sing high like this. And I can sing high. Jesus! <laughs> That's right. All right. Welcome back. Monday morning, first day of the month. Woo! First day of the most important month of the year because it's my birthday month. Mine Whoa. too, Mike. Oh, that's right. doubly important. Oh, High fives yeah. across the table. This is your birth month, huh? Birth month. Yeah. I was literally shocked. <laughs> yeah, not till the end of it. I'm 21st for this fella here. Eighteenth. Eighteenth. Oh, we ain't far apart. No, we ain't. No, we ain't. A few years, but other than well, that. Just us and a couple of the founding fathers, you know. Yeah, exactly. Mm. No big deal. Which founding fathers? Uh, George Washington and... Oh, it is President's Month, isn't yeah. it? Well, I guess Abraham Lincoln's not considered a founding father, but... Jeff, no. when's your birthday? Uh, Thanks, beginning. Jeff. It's in March. In March. <laughs> That's right. right. See, I know, I know what's going on here. I'm a June guy. Not that y'all asked, and not that no, y'all no, care. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Scorpio. Hey, I don't even know. I just no, totally guess. Gemini. Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> totally You're so. Into, what are those called? They're uh, astrology. Astrology. Oh. astrology. Yeah. yeah, I guess that's yeah. the word for it. I'm expecting a small batch. Uh, I think if I was a, if I was an astronomer, you know, like the actual scientist, I'd be pissed if they call that astrology because it's way too close for it comfort is. for somebody to just make. Well, shit it has up to do with astronomy, paper. though. It's the stars lining up, and that's it's how they got. Yeah, but it's uh, it has it has to do with stars. What uh, I don't know. Reading tea leaves has to do with like, with with being a barista. Like, it, they, yeah, they they use the same you know medium, but for different purposes. Like, you just get to make shit up in the newspaper every week. That's what you do. I yeah. highly doubt they're sitting around looking at the stars, going, "Oh wait, that one's moved." A well, there's nothing that's like. Look, motherfucker, some shit is going on <laughs> this week. Yeah. It's like, stay indoors. Yeah. Tuesday at noon, <laughs> yeah. I would be hiding under my couch if I well, were they also They also didn't have internet 1,500 years ago. They had to have something to believe in, I guess, Michael. Yeah. I believe in the internet. <laughs> <laughs> now now we do. all believe in the internet. That's what we believe oh, in. Oh, God, it's got a cramp. Oh, um, yeah, good one. I got a lot of those this weekend. Cramps? Yeah, yeah Jeff's, Jeff's a squash player at... Uh, at 
College of Charles squash. And, uh, they just rocked Baltimore, and he came yes. back. He can't even What's bend squ- over. Wait, wait, wait. What is squash? It's vegetable. It's like broccoli. Oh, I, well, yeah. I like to eat squash, but he's playing it, and I don't, <laughs> I don't know what the sport of squash is. That like wall ball kind. It's it's like racquetball. Oh, okay. I, I try to describe it as it's like racquetball, except it's uh, a different racket, a different ball. They didn't want popularity to. They didn't want popularity to explode. So they said, "What's yeah. the worst name we can get this game?" We wanted to keep Squash. it really simple. I mean, so how is it not like racquetball? What's it more similar? What's the similarities in non? Smack a ball against the wall. It's, That's uh, the similarity. <laughs> it's, I don't know. It's, it's a different size court, though, isn't it? Yeah, different size court, a little bit smaller. Uh, the ball's smaller. Doesn't bounce as as. Won't they use racquetball courts and have different taped off like it looks different? Than- yeah, yeah. There's conversion courts. That's what we play with the squash second brought to you by Flat Time. <laughs> that's right. That's right. In, uh, enlightening the people. Uh, squash. Squash. I, yeah, I've never even. I've never tried squash. I don't, I don't think I'd be a squash guy. Well, have we had a show since we found out the Panthers are going to the Super Bowl? No, well, Mike's we have. cats. No, 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 we have. Oh, are you at the flood time? Yeah, yes, my- mom. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, yes. Against We're here. <laughs> against what would apparently be the entire nation's wishes, my Panthers are in fact going to a Super Bowl. And all you read online well, like, is just hate. Like everybody just, can't hate. be fans. I mean, I, I know, but like it's just, it just—it seems on. an excess. Hey, I'm a Georgia fan. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, like, it just, I've, I've read a lot of articles of this, like, you know, they don't deserve to be there. I want, like, one was, like, bashing, like, with the, the Seahawks, they let their field get muddy. And I'm like, well, mother, like, are you, they played on the same field. Like, they ran the ball on the same That's field. That's what I love about this kind of things. Like, uh, as if one team is deserved. not disadvantaged yeah. by that. It's not like what? selling magazine subscriptions in fourth yeah. grade, you know. Like, yeah. I deserve to get Well, you didn't win. Yeah, you exactly. Did. Like, my favorite thing is, like, when people are like, well, how do you think they can get to the Super Bowl? I don't know. Score more points than the other team? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the whole Cam Newton thing with him dancing in the zone, which, by the way, he doesn't dance any worse than anybody else that ever scores a touchdown. But, like, the whole thing with him is, uh, is I love Matt and Kerr just the, walked uh, in here. The Slutsky clan. I love that uh, Cam's response. That was perfect. He was like, well, if they don't like the way I dance, I guess they should keep me out of the end zone. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. It's yeah, it's an easy, easy fix for that. Just don't let him score. Just kind of creep in here. But Cam, but Cam is kind of a uh, kind of a ass. Yeah, but not like I mean. Look, everybody hates every other quarterback. Yeah, I don't, any other team that play, and it's like everybody's losing their mind. You don't like Cam Newton, all of a sudden you're an awful person. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I, I don't like. I don't care if you like him or not. But I personally like him. I, you know, he's a little. Yeah, he's arrogant. He's a little cocky. But at I don't same even time, like our quarterback. Yeah. But I, I just I feel like I don't know. I feel like until he earned like. I hate arrogance without any backup. Like, if you can say something and then go out and do it, it's not really arrogance. You're just kind of telling the truth. Well, (laughs) well, and also, too, it's like he's the next generation quarterback. Everybody get ready. It's all changing. It's like, haven't we heard this like nine times before? Well, and the thing is, he's he's kind of a freak of nature. Like, it's not like like, you can't do what Cam does unless you're like Cam, which there's not a lot of men out there that can, like, there's not six a lot of four, anything. Yeah, 6'4", 250 pounds, runs a 40 and 4, whatever. Yeah. Has an arm like a cannon and is smart enough to make good decisions. Yeah. Like, he kind of won a genetic lottery, and you're going to be a while before you see another person that's built like that. Well, I think someone else might have something to say about the other uh, quarterback. Oh, yeah. Well, we got – Slisky's a Denver fan, a, a legit Denver fan who's yeah, we, from we outside of Denver. we got legit fans here. Of the yeah. Year. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't have a whole lot to say, though. I'm not really a sports dude. I, I don't know. I mean, I want the Broncos to win, but mm-hmm. I'm not like a – you know, it'd be cool to see Peyton Manning go out on a high note, but I... And that's the thing. I, I actually love Peyton Manning. Like, I really do. I respect yeah. Peyton Manning. 
A lot of folks I'm, do. I really don't give a shit. Do. I don't. I don't feel like he's really like. He's I mean, he's prime. done pretty good for the Broncos, but to me, he's like still like an Indianapolis quarterback. <laughs> oh yeah, he's yeah. always gonna be that guy. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's he always gonna have the horseshoe on his helmet. For yeah, everybody, yeah, yeah. Really. But yeah, I, I, I love him, and I, I hope Keekley stops him and the defense stops him without dismembering him. Normally, I wish dismemberment on the other quarterbacks, but with Peyton, <laughs> yeah. I'd be satisfied if they just gently lay him on the ground right, right. and take the ball from him. <laughs> I just hope it's a good game and Denver doesn't just like uh, totally nah, lose it like they pretty much do in all the other Super Bowls uh, they go to. I hope it's a good game too because I mean even though I want my team to win, I want it to be a good game. Panthers on top, but I don't. Nobody wants to watch a boring Super Bowl. Like, yeah, exactly. well, let's talk about that. It's yeah. not even Dude. the boring part. Now the game starts at like eight thirty, eight forty-five. Uh, it's like it's not going to get over until like one thirty or two. Well, yeah, because halftime's extra long because they have yeah. to have every every old superstar that ever is still alive. Like get on stage and Hope do like a ten second. I'm here at Super Bowl. Don't have any reason. Haven't made an album in twenty years, but here I am. Well, aside from all that, at least as long as if you need some chartreuse body or tail material, Matt oh, yeah. Slisky's here. Yeah, <laughs> he's just gonna sneak up behind him. He's like a walking snip. fly shop. <laughs> we need to do a little uh, little film of. Me trimming some hair off the back of my head to yeah, make some streamer fly. flies. Nice. I got some bright chartreuse <laughs> in my rat, tr- rat tail these days. You know, we use dead animals and, and, and stuff all the time, but there's something creepy. Like, there's a creepy feeling I get of tying with human hair. Like, there's, just, yeah. there's just something off. Like, I use dead animal parts routinely, but if I had a piece of Matchless's hair, I'd probably feel weird about lashing that to a hook. I, you know, I don't know why there's a difference. We're just big manimals. <laughs> we are animals. Yeah. Well, there's nothing more you love than braiding hair. We all know. Oh that. yeah, I love braiding hair. <laughs> yeah, I so. figure as long as it's like from the head, it's safe. Yeah. Like you know, <laughs> yeah. beard hair is kind of on the fringe. Yeah. Like anywhere else is off yeah. limits. Any other like human body hair? If you can not hire so somebody under ten dollars to touch it and cut it, it's fine. <laughs> I don't uh, know what Paul is doing. I don't know. He's Paul's going out on remote. Yeah, he's 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 rooting around in uh, storage bins, and he's he's really our anchor here. We, I know. We, he, like, Paul, we're just trying to do a show, <laughs> and you're all morning around. We can do this later. He drives. All right. So I guess we should talk about what's what's going on today. So um, uh, let's talk about this. So what what happened with you and your car, Mike? Oh, or your truck. Yeah. Well, Bessie, my old truck. She she finally died. Um, I've had Bessie for ten years. Um, She's been a good truck for the most part, but the last, like, two years were really me just pumping her, like, through life support to keep her alive, you know, like, just keep adding a little here. Oh, if I just do this, I can get a little further down the road, and, you know, basically kicked her down the road until uh, till Saturday, was up at the hunt club, pulling tree stands. She died ankle deep in a mud puddle, and it was, it's probably something completely fixable, but I was just over it, and so I sold her for parts to this old guy that come out of the picture of the tow truck to drag me out of the damn hole. I was like, hey man, you want to buy this truck? He's like, well, it ain't running. I'm like, I'll sell it cheap, don't worry. And uh, so I cleared all my shit out of it and sold her, and that was the end of Bessie, so... I'm carless right now. I got it'll be a couple weeks, but I'll grab me something new here. Yeah, but, uh, Paul had to go pick you up today. That was that was yeah, hilarious. Was I pull up to the office after <laughs> I'm gonna go rent a tux for an event, and uh, I come back and I go, Jeff, where's Paul? Oh, we went to go pick up Mike. Oh, okay. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that was a good one. We had to cut that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, that was too oh. good to be true. That's gonna sound good. We finally. <laughs> We were looking for a smooth transition, folks. That's what we did. 
All right. Uh, so we're, we're back, and we got we got Paul back now that he's done playing with his microphone. So car troubles. So we're done with car troubles. Yeah, we're done with car troubles. <laughs> like, Did you have any questions? The car. Bessie uh, has been laid to rest. She's gone. Mike Stair has been laid to rest too. I just got to sell it for parts as well. Yeah, the dude. Go check. I'll tell you about the place later. But yeah, the, just go talk to him. You ain't gonna get much money out of it. But at the, at the end of the day, did you really expect to get any money out of it? No. Just get rid of the damn things. I actually have a cars. good uh, good car story from this weekend. Oh, what'd you do? Oh, Jeff? We were about an hour outside of outside of Charleston, heading to Baltimore, and we were in two cars. My buddy's car blew a flat, and we were in the middle of nowhere, South Carolina. Better blowing a tranny, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> a lot easier so to fix on the side. Up, road. You always have like a <laughs> flat tire whenever you yeah. go on these trips. No, I know. We end up going to uh, off an exit with his tire to Holly Hill, South Carolina. And we go to Harold's Garage. Wait, wait, wait. You you blew a tire and you didn't just stop and change the flat tire? Oh, his spare didn't fit his car. Why does he have it in his car? Uh, he thinks because he just got another no tire replaced. Sense. His that, car's a mess. That's ridiculous. like you should like the spare. It's not that's a, the worst you know joke possible. You know what spare stands for? It spare is a spare tire. tire. Yes. But if it doesn't fit that vehicle, it's not a spare. You're just carrying, a you're, carrying, you're just carrying you're a tire, tire around. Yep. Yep. Hey, I got a tire, not a spare tire, just a tire. Let's be let's be safe and get two four wheeler tires. Uh, so, uh, but we were greeted. We were greeted at a uh, Harold's garage. My, her- by, my Harold. My Harold. By, by Harold. <laughs> and uh, there were two gentlemen in his office playing checkers on an old plywood board. And uh, nice. I don't know that. And two seconds later, the tire was fixed, and we were back on the road. But it was quite an experience with uh, with old Harold. He was quite the gentleman. Well, yeah, I love the old timer mechanics. Like yeah. like in the case of my truck, where they towed me, they it was an old like roll. It wasn't like a rollback. It was like a old truck that's been converted into a tow truck kind of thing had a weird contraption on the back i don't even know how it works but he backed in underneath my truck picked the ass end up but there wasn't no he was him and this other old guy like both of them were like 80 years old and he's like well i guess she goes law man don't like it but you can ride in the front of your truck i guess and we ain't going far so i got in my truck and was drugged down the road backwards while sitting in the cab of my truck I don't know if you've ever done that. It's a little unnerving. <laughs> I bet so. <laughs> uh, yeah, apparently, state troopers frown on that. He's like, oh, I doubt we'll see anybody out here today because we're nowhere. Just- well, those old guys, you got any situation, you're like, hey, I need, uh, I've got a flat tire. Well, let's go take a look at it. Yeah, <laughs> let's go take a look at it. Yeah, that's what I told him when I wanted told him I wanted to sell it. He's like, well, let's uh, let's get it out of this mud hole and then we talk about it. <laughs> it's like, all right. <laughs> well, so for any uh, just some upcoming news this weekend, I'm I'm traveling to Dallas to the Tailwaters Grand Opening to nice. kind of to kind of celebrate Flood Tide being the dealer there. I'm going to play some music. So if you're in the Dallas area, come by there Saturday at the Tailwaters Fly Fishing Store. Um, they've moved a huge <laughs> location. I was born in 1900. I just. Can I, can I continue? Nah. Sorry, Doug. Uh, so anyway, we're going to be doing a big party there all day Saturday at the Dallas store. And, uh, come check out the Flood Tide stuff, among other items there. I got a cool shop. Should be fun. Look up. Bailey's, creamy, and <laughs> everything we need. And as far as that goes, uh, the, rest of this sh- the rest of this show, we're going to be uh, doing Call with Diddy. We haven't done that in quite a while. Long while, yeah. We're going to be calling Doug McKnight. Out in Montana, fly tire rider works for Yellow Dog Traveling Adventures. Nice, nice. And then um, we're gonna have fun with fly fishing audio. A new little segment we're gonna start having. And uh, we got the news also. Ooh, fly fishing industry newsy news. And of course, Richard Queso's mail sack will be up later. 
So we'll be coming back at you here. We're going to take a little break, much-needed little break, yeah. and uh, restructure, get set up, come back. All right. like panel interior, special paint, trick wheels, and more from your Ford dealer. Monday. I mean, come on. We're a little slow. Slisky today. is wrestling this microphone. <laughs> it is amazing watching this. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Get that going. A little chartreuse Lisky. All right. All right. I think I'm in business over here. Well, so we're about to be a stool down. We're already kind of a stool down. Jeff's on this decrepit stool. And Mike, the leg, the entire Mike's leg just, just separated from my stool, and I've got it wedged under using my body weight to hold it in place. It's if we you hear lose, a loud bang, it's probably my fat ass hitting the deck here at some point. We could lose him at any point. Any and moment. It's gonna be amazing. I'm like sitting in one of those like dunk booths, man. I'm just waiting on somebody to, to hit the hit the target. That ain't gonna do so <laughs> Sorry about the delay, but we're we're watching these guys wrestle, wrestle this the thing. hell out of this mic stand. It doesn't like to bend that way. To bend that way? No. Uh this is just so funny. No, not yeah, gonna do it. <laughs> Uh, I just want to kill it all together. This whole day, this whole day, out. this whole day has just been us messing with stuff. Getting back to it, you know. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fixed. Still, still, he's like standing there. <laughs> oh, well, or you could just hold it in your hand and just yeah, you can just yeah. Hey, go go old school with it. There you go. Yeah, see, adapt. Yeah. We're adapting. adapting, overcome. Bob Barker style. That's right. Uh, All right, so what's up with Flood Todd? You guys, what, when's this new, when's the new catalog coming out? What's uh, the new stuff going to be released? So, to store like everything except our button up Solar Grease series stuff is going to be basically at the end of this month, early March, and uh, we've got like seven new T-shirts, ten new hats, um, and then the uh, the custom stuff we're having made. Uh, that were premiering in April. Solar Grease yeah. shirts and the Hunley shorts. Nice. Yeah, and I've seen I've seen all these things. They're all badass. Can't yeah, we're wait. gonna be putting out a little couple previews and just getting people excited about. It. We're excited about it. It's kind of a big step for our company, and we couldn't have done it without the support from you guys out there. So. Uh, and Jeff here. And 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 Jeff packing those boxes. I'm just tape gun ninja. Uh, well, 
Anything we can do to keep you in that squash game. <laughs> uh, but we do have right now a new shirt that El Toro Rojo, which yeah. we're real proud of. And I'm, proud of. I got one the other day. It's like the softest. Like it's it's a very comfortable shirt. I like that it. one a lot. Yeah, it's it's a good it's a good laying around shirt. It's very soft, very nice. Don't let your girl steal it. They'll do it. Mm-hmm. It's one of those shirts that the girl's gonna like as much as you like. <laughs> it is. It's good. It's a good one. Yeah. yeah. So you want to bring up the next topic we're gonna talk about? Yeah, we, we've been talking about this um, for a while now, and, and it's, it's an age old so floodtideco.com just to trail that off. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> floodtideco.com, and 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 all our fine dealers all across the country go to the website, look it up. They're all there. Yeah. Go ahead, Mike. Yes, <laughs> we always seem to cut off the business part of this thing. I feel like we don't have our chemistry today. Yeah, there's something going on. Where'd it go? I don't know. I don't know. What well, it went through the the weekend still has it. Uh, yeah, we've never done this on a Monday morning with no beer. So. Yeah, I thought yeah, it was that's true. I thought it was Sunday like twenty times today. See, there you yeah. go. See, it's still what Sunday. What do you keep dropping? He, oh, one of his braces. <laughs> He's <laughs> another piece of his stool just fell Maybe off. That's the problem. We need beer. Uh, so yeah, so one thing we've been talking about, and it's and it's getting worse and i see it more and more on on the internet and stuff and i and i guess you know it's it's always been a problem but uh it is is the whole pro staff thing um you know back in the day you know when i started working at shops you know shop guys we would get uh shop deals and what they called pro staff but true pro staff was the dudes that like when you flipped open a catalog and you looked in the back of the catalog there was like nine pictures of these random guys and those random guys were generally tires, riders, uh, guides mostly, um, or some form of professional who makes his or her living fishing. Those people were called pro staffers. And each company had their little batch of guys that were their pro staff. That was supposed to lend credence to that company and lend some level of, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, legitimacy to their company. Like, hey, look, these legitimate professionals utilize our product and make their living. Is it not so like that, Michael? Absolutely <laughs> fucking not, man. And and companies now, it's not really their fault. But the, in order to keep up with the pace of social media and stuff like that, they offer deals to people um, for gear that are somehow involved in, and now that that it's whoever has the most posts now. Yeah, exactly. And, and but the problem is now you have a whole group of guys that are like all over the place, like going pro stuff with you know, eight different companies, and and you're like, well, you, you fish once a week, maybe, probably not even that often. You're a weekend warrior, like you don't deserve to be fucking pro staff. It should like, just be called social media staff. I like, mean, you've Paul, we've, we've talked about this a thousand times, but like. There's this incessant urge from people to want to be a part of the. Like, they think there's a. They think there's a thing. They think there's like an entity, and uh, I guess we'll call it the industry out there, and they want to be a part of it. They think it's cool to be in or something like it's a club. Like we have a secret handshake and we have meetings on Wednesdays and 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 there, there's not. I worked no. in it forever. You've worked in this industry forever. We've all been involved in the fly fishing industry as, you know guides shop rats and now you guys are producing products of your own but there is no fucking club man like stop trying to get in the door like it's not like we're keeping you out of something like it's just fishing people going fishing and you should be able to do that without needing i don't know what do you want to call it like uh I can show you a secret handshake for the Born to be Free tattoo. (laughs) If you let me give you the Born to be Free tattoo. Ooh, so there is one. That's fine. And that's fine, but man, it's just like... there is one. I don't know, man. I'm so sick of seeing people online. So I've also heard lately that 
people are saying pro staff stands for like promotion. Yeah. And it never used never to be. Never did. It was professional it was staff. Professional. Well, yeah. Now, yeah. now it's <laughs> like promotion. Yeah, totally. Staff. But, but it's, but dude, do yeah. you really want to be that guy? Like, do you really want to just. And you see them like, I'm sorry, man. Like, I fished with a lot of cool gear, and occasionally I'll hashtag the Flood Tide Company because they're my buddies. I want to help them sell stuff. But for the most part, man, I'm not walking around sucking people's dick for fly fishing. Apparently, like, that's not going to fucking happen. Not for fly fishing, apparently. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I mean, I just, I'm not going to do it, man. I, and, and nobody else should either. Like, you should just go fishing, take all your awesome pictures, take your awesome stuff. If somebody wants to, you know, I don't know, man. I just don't get it. It, it really just doesn't do anything for me. And well, I, I can't. On the other hand, if you've got old Joe Robbie down wherever taking pictures of down in Miami and tagging every Smith Optics oh, picture, dude. is that is that benefiting Smith? Where they're like, all right, well, we'll give you five pairs of sunglasses. No, it doesn't. How can it benefit them? I don't. That's what I'm asking. Yeah. I don't know. All I get to do is when I see these guys with their pictures tagging 18 fucking companies is mad. Like that's it. That's all. And it's. It's bullshit, man. Like I, I've never, you know. Okay, here, here's here's my biggest problem with it for the companies. Well, I think there's a difference. There's a difference between someone saying like we have a lot of our people that take yeah. pictures of the shirts and they tag us, but that's because uh, but they're not trying to say they're no. on the pro staff or whatever. Like, no, and it's just but it's, it's not those posts. It's the guys that are like we know caught a bluegill today on my pond using my Reddington six weight fly rod and my Smith Optics and, and they tag eighteen and they, companies and but not just tag them. They put in there like as if they couldn't have caught that bluegill if they weren't using all that shit and <laughs> and here's here's my biggest problem like i it really i have ne- i've got i've bought hundreds of pairs of sunglasses i bought dozens and dozens of rods and reels i've been through more equipment and gear than most guys out there that fish on a normal basis i never have i ever bought anything because i saw a picture of it with some dude saying i caught this fish on this rod no you know, I bought it. I bought it because I went and I tested other things. And if it was a fly rod, I casted 20 rods, and that one was the best casting rod. I, if it was a pair of sunglasses, they fit my face right, and they were comfortable, and I thought they looked cool when I tried them on at the store. I don't see where the promotion thing's helping anybody because if you're going to buy a pair of Smith Optics, it's because you saw them in person, felt them, touched them, looked at them, saw them, said, oh, yeah, or whether it was your buddy wearing them or whatever. I, I don't see anybody seeing sunglasses online or seeing somebody catch anything, even a tarpon. And saying, oh, yeah, well, if I just had those Smiths, maybe I could catch a tarpon. That's not how this fucking thing works. And I, I, I get so mad, and, and I get almost equally equally kind of peeved at the companies for letting these douchebags yeah. do it. Like, it's it's well, not it's a two-way street, man. Like, just stop, Well, man. the best is when, just stop it. when uh, I worked in the in the uh, shop days, you'd get a guy come in and look at the sage rods he cast, and we're like, all right, you, you in the market for these? He goes, well, I'm on the pro staff, so I'm just trying them out. I'll get mine 50% off. And you're like, who are you? Like, yeah. I've been on it for five years back in my guiding days. I'm not even guiding anymore. No, they're know? still on pro staff. They need to purge those, those I companies. think they have, actually. I think Sage did that They should. Years they ago. give you a name that's like, kind of thinks he might be famous like Thomas Hilfiger yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you, I won't question him if he says that name you know. oh, okay. well and like and I have a friend I won't, I won't throw his name out but he is, he's he's been with Sage for 20 years and he's a legit pro staffer like a guy they put in the catalog and him and his wife and you guys probably know who we're talking about but they uh, like Sage sends them rods when they're before they release rods to test them and to cast them and to give them feedback on them and say, hey, what do you like about this? What do you don't like? So he's about on this? the professional staff. He's an actual pro staffer. That's what pro staff used to mean, and it's just it's lost its meaning. Well, like, it's that they can provide an avenue to sell more of this product and get exposure. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing is I, I deal with probably about ninety percent of a flood tide company social media. You know, we all kind of do it together, but when it comes like stroking the key and putting it in. Oh, making yeah. sure it's up that's, that's I deal with that. that and so 
first off, I hate Instagram messaging because <laughs> I don't know when I get a message, yeah. and then like people will get kind of irritated by that. But look, our job is not social media. It's not social media. Our job is a business that we yeah. promote through social media. We love all the support and we love doing it. But uh, one time. I got a, a direct message in social media. It was this kid, and um, <laughs> he goes, hey, man, I uh, just want to follow out there and reach out. Um, I, I really like your stuff. Uh, I fish every day. I got a Viking 55-foot uh, fishing boat, and uh, I just think I could really help promote the company if you send me some free gear. What, on your boat? And he said he's on pro staffs of other Oh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. I, and yeah, and like other apparel companies. Yeah. And then I didn't see it, but the way I saw it is that I got a chime from another message he sent about three hours later saying, guess not. And I was like, oh. you little ass. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was busy. I didn't. Like, I'm sorry, Johnny Crawford. I wasn't able to just jump on that for And didn't he write back a month later being oh, like, are you same okay? exact post. Cut and pasted it. You know, it's like. There's just people out there just wanting free shit like crazy. Yeah, and when that's the thing, like in pro staff, you know, I And that's I, fine. And we love we love the support. You know, like people just contact us for stickers. That's awesome. We'll send out stickers and people buy stickers even better. But uh, you know, it's just the thing that's like it's very much a thing. It's like I don't know how many times that Paul and I and everybody's gone out and done events and we'll run into a guy that's we've seen and know their name on the uh, from our emails and making purchases and they're like Hey, let me support and buy some more product. We're like, dude, here, take it. You know, yeah. you know, it's not like no. we're stingy about stuff. It's just the people that flat out ask you, and it's like I was always brought up saying, I hate asking people for stuff. No, you don't ask. Uh, I don't know, man. No, it is all, but you can tell when people are supporting, and you know, we're down for supporting people that support us. Exactly. As far as yeah. it goes, so it's all one big circle, one yeah. big family circle. I, it just the, but just to recap, to close this off, stop. Instagram, <laughs> Instagram, Instagram, like you fuckers, just stop. All of you. Like, you're not cool. You're not. You're not helping the companies that you're tagging. You're pissing off all the guys that would actually buy the shit. And I'm not going to not buy the shit because of you, but it makes me think about it twice. So just stop. You're not a pro staffer unless you live by the money you make by We're not fishing. pro staffers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we don't even know. Unless you live off of the money you make with those products, you are not a pro staffer. You're just a douchebag who hits people up for free shit. That's it. Use that tag. I'm a douchebag. How about that? That'll be the new thing. Douchebag discount. That's what you got. All right. I'm on. I'm out of it. I'm All right. Pro staff talk. There you go. <laughs> Done. Uh, All right. We're going on to uh, fun with fly fishing audio. Yeah, we, we, need, we need to pep it up a little bit. <laughs> so that, Mike O'Reilly came out of the no spin zone. Got I can't help it. Man. I get mad about that. All right. I'm going to let Will intro this without giving it too much away, but we're going to start having uh, little segments. Well, we want to uh, highlight some of the best audio out there in the fishing world. And, you know, we run into this. People send us videos. We find videos. And send us some clips if y'all yeah. have oh, some. Oh, yeah. You yeah. got something funny. Us. We love being entertained. Um, that's our number one <laughs> And it number doesn't take business. much. It doesn't take much. <laughs> but uh, Jeff actually introduced me to this video. And uh, it really fits in well since Jeff's from Jersey. Uh, I think it might be. Was that a family Thanks, trip? Will. Was that a family trip going on? <laughs> and recorded this? Distant, uh, distant cousins. Distant cousins. Distant cousins. Okay. So... So, first installment of Fun with Fishing Audio. Paul, take it away. All right, let me get this uh, queued up here. There we go. Gonna, Instead of staring right, at me. And we need to say, that, <laughs> should we tell them what it was they were looking at so no, they can visualize it? Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. It's a Molo Molo sunfish. Yeah, yeah, Molo Molo or a sunfish. It's a big, it looks like a. It's like a triple tail lays on its side. It's like Mario kind of Brothers, the bullet that used to get yeah, like, shot yeah. at you. That's what yeah. it looks like. It's a flat back with a round nose. Yeah. 
Or or baby whale. Or baby whale. <laughs> Apparently. Right, here we go. I don't know what this is, but Jay says it's a fucking big sea turtle. <laughs> Look, it's a baby fucking wheel, man. Holy shit, we are witnessing a baby fucking wheel right here, dude. Holy shit. That thing is big, Jay. What is that thing? It looks hurt. I don't know. That thing looks hurt, Jay. Jay, that thing is hurt, bro. Holy shit, look at this fucking thing. Oh my god, what the fuck is that, bro? Jay, what the fuck is that? Oh man, pull back up, Jay. Come on. Come on, bro. Pull back up, bro. We're seeing some shit we ain't never seen before, kid. Oh my god, that thing looks dead, man. We gotta call the aquarium or something. Oh man, look at this fucking thing. Holy shit. What the fuck is that? dead bro or something oh my god jay pull right up next to that shit jay oh man look at this fucking thing oh man look at that jay holy shit what the fuck is that kid you want to try to pull it in let's hook it Oh man, that thing's just dead. What the hell is it? It looks like a fucking baby wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you gonna call? You got that on video stick? Yeah, come on, let's fucking let's pull up next to that shit, bro. Let's help it. Help it. Help it. <laughs> Oh man, we're calling the Coast Guard. <laughs> All right. Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> fun with fishing audio. I like that. It is fun. I'd like to file that, that under reasons I don't fish with Yankees. You think, that, you think they were like striper guys? Like that guy owns three Mercedes Benz dealerships. I mean, <laughs> at least. a good chance. There's I guarantee chance. it. You can't see it in the video, but I bet every one of them had a gold chain on. Uh, every man. single one of them. That was solid. Oh, very solid. It's something. It's something. You know, gold, gold chains are something that I feel like every area except down here has gold, wears gold chains after the age of eight. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did wear one when I was about eight to twelve. Oh, I, I know. I, let me picture it. Your number it from baseball and cross bats. <laughs> or correct me, maybe a glove with like. The year in the globe. I bet Schlisky rock, rocked the gold chain at some point. I, I really, like, wish I would have. <laughs> there was a time I really wanted to, and I might have had, like, a really cheesy one, but, like, I wanted, like, the, like, Eric B. and Rob Kim, like, gangster oh, yeah. Oh, gold yeah, chain. Oh, yeah, big, well, you know how, like, course, you, know. you know that broke show on 30 for 30? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they'd say they'd walk in with their buddies and spend 800 grand on, like, five gold chain necklaces. Oh, yeah. Not even blink. What, what was that? Alan Iverson, uh, he was in, went to bankruptcy, uh, and I think he owes $800,000 to one jewelry store in Atlanta. Holy crap. Like, he just put it on a credit or something? I, like I, I count, I guess. I mean, he just walked in and said, I'm Alan Iverson. Yeah. Give yeah. me some shit. Yeah, you can yeah. pay me later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, was- oh, Alan. Those basketball careers last forever. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you just give them back and you get around to it. The most amazing was that defensive lineman from the Browns that got, that got injured and was pretty sure he wasn't going to be able to play again. 
had a hundred grand left in his account, was driving by a, a car dealership, saw a Hummer out there, had to get it, spent like 80 grand on it, and he was that was his last money. So Jeez, 20 I, grand uh, knowing that he wasn't going to be able to play anymore. He said he just had to buy it. I know I know this kind of, you know, personally, uh, I had a good friend of mine growing up in high school. He was uh, selected in the first round of the baseball draft, like 20th pick, big prospect, got this huge signing bonus. Uh, really never got out of double A, and he blew every bit of that money. And he works part time at a movie gallery, uh, which is amazing. That it's what's around. a movie gallery? What does that mean? It's also like a regional version of Blockbuster to the south. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! It still exists. It's still around. Well, so you can imagine store. how big of a town this is. Oh, to have wow! A movie like how we try to call Brody at Popcorn Video. Yeah, Brody never's there. Brody, we've tried to call you there four times if you're if you're listening. Is it the same dude that always answers the phone? Yeah, same dude. I think it's the guy that owns Popcorn, popcorn video. video. Anyway, so. Well, um, let's take a little break. We're going to come back with uh, some fly fishing industry news. I can't wait to hear what that's going to be. Oh, I don't know. Who knows? I'm yawning uh, into the mic right now. I'm yawning. I'm sorry. I'm starting to feel my vibe a little bit, though. I'm starting, I'm starting to, feel to get. I'm getting. Yeah, I'm waking up. That's what that yawn was. It was a waking up. Yeah, we're going to do a Diddy call. See what, see what Larry Puckett's doing. You got to see what Daddy's doing. All right. All right. All right hit it on out. We're going out with them wrinkle neck mules. Is that for They just kind of scissor or something. Come on, you guys. The sun's already up. It's going to be a golden day. Let's eat. Oh, those golden Grahams. Oh, those golden Grahams. Crispy, crunchy Graham cereal family breakfast treat. Oh, those golden Grahams. Oh, those golden Grahams. Golden honey. Just a touch with Graham's golden wheat. It's a great tasting part of a complete breakfast for the whole family. I kind of feel like I'm getting my groove back a little bit. Good, man. Get it, Stella. Yeah. (laughs) It's one of those things, you know, when you're like, and also we're used to doing this like happy hour. Yeah. A couple cold beers or after lunch. It's kind of like when you go on a real big fishing trip and then you come home and reality gets back and you're like, all right, all right, what do I got to do? What what are my duties again? Yeah. I forget all this stuff. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. that's my fault. My, my schedule is all kind of weird this week. So. And also, you got to train a thought. And I, I guess I'm not good at sharing the mic. Even with Jeff, I was like, half the time I'm worried about like making sure. Mm-hmm. You just can't do that. It's tough to do. Yeah. Got to keep it in front of your face so when you think something, you can say something. Yeah. Thank you, Michael. Yeah. Just saying, man. Well, so, uh, Will, you ready for some some newsy things? Yeah. yeah let, newsy me, uh, news. let me get her ready and uh, we'll get it going. Will Abbott's Newsy News. Because <laughs> it's newsy yeah. and stuff. Newsy and things. Yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying stall. To stress. We're, until, stalling. we're stalling until yeah, we get the... getting everything ready. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. the internet's a little slow. They, yeah. they got the internet on computers now. They are hard. So Scott Davis told me that. <laughs> and, we, and we love it. Yeah. Got to have that internet, baby. 
got to have it. Well, All right. Who? I keep getting messed up. Matt, you got anything uh, happening at the shop lately that's interesting or funny or? Um, always, always good, funny, interesting stuff at the shop. <laughs> mostly we know ju- that. That's just in. Mostly just characters, you know. Oh, whoa! Oh, sorry, oh, oh, sorry, oh, Matt. Oh, oh. News break. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to cut in. It was an emergency. I uh, can't wait to hear what kind of industry news we've got going on. (laughs) Well. Is this like off the AP, the fly fishing AP? This first one is from the Spokane Review. (laughs) (laughs) Top quality. It's actually talking about the 10th annual fly fishing film tour, which is coming to theaters out there. Maddie might know a little bit about that. So they have a show lined up in uh, Spokane. $17 $17 at the door. I don't know what the date is, but you can go to their website <laughs> and uh, find all the plans. But the cool thing I saw about this, and it really highlighted it, was this is their 10th year. Man, that just kind of has flown by. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, what year, we're probably not far from that in Charleston, right? I mean, the first one was like 2010, 2000 here, 2008, yeah. 2010, something yeah. like that. I think it was like 2008 because I was still living in Atlanta. And oh, okay. uh, Charleston was kind of known as the only show that had two shows in one. Yeah. In one oh night. yeah. That's right. Because we couldn't, you couldn't contain us with one show. That's right. You got, sh- yeah. What was the first year you came here, Matt? Oh, uh, that would be. Jeez, when was that? Probably two thousand thirteen. Okay, better question. What was the first year you slept on our couch? Yeah, <laughs> that, that's, that's the better answer. It's, it seems longer than it was. I think that was like three years ago. Yeah. What's the first year you worked for the film tour? Um, probably like two thousand ten or eleven. So you just kinda. stayed out west at that point. Um, did the Midwest actually? Oh, okay. Yeah, like um, all those really cold northern states. Mm, uh, that's fun. It nah. is. It's a good time. Sounds terrible. Well, you were a Colorado boy too. You were kind of yeah, used to that cold. Used to it. What I, what I love. However, I did see uh, snow lightning or lightning snow in Wisconsin. What one would it year. be? Lightning snow or snow stuff. lightning? I don't know, dude. But it was lightning in a snowstorm. Did the snow I, catch uh, on fire? Didn't even realize it was possible. Hey, I didn't even I don't know, know dude. Poss- yeah, it was flaming snow out of the sky. <laughs> Whenever you bolts. get some more of that stuff, let us know. Please, <laughs> That'll be another breaking news item. <laughs> Definitely will. Um, I always love when the uh, the guys would come in town like Slitsky because you'd see all these guys hanging out and it's like five vagabonds, you know, just been on the road for months. Coming in like, oh, best of friends, you know, we're handling this, handling that. Then we go out to dinner, have a couple drinks. Everybody's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you'll step outside and talk to one break off conversation it's like man that fucking mic is just fucking grinding on me man. <laughs> <laughs> ever since Tennessee man totally <laughs> since Tennessee <laughs> absolutely uh, and then by the later on you're talking to Mike it's like yeah, I don't know what the fuck Jeff's problem is man just <laughs> <laughs> dude it's like anything with like it's a like band any or anything trip. that yeah. travels yeah. you get you did I, you I mean, see how he ordered chicken fingers? Right. Did you see that? Spending that much time with anyone, dude, just it gets uh, rough. You gotta, you gotta really like that person, or just be really laid back in, in order to handle it. How many times was someone away from like just saying chicken sandwich for them to be like just to blow up in the car? Oh, dude, at any given moment, yeah. really. Yeah. <laughs> After the first, I'd say like. Two weeks at any given moment. Uh, I mean, even people like your family, even people you love, if you're uh, on the road with them for two weeks, it doesn't yeah, matter who it is, absolutely. it's going to happen. 
Okay, next news item. Oh, yeah, we're doing the news. Oh, yeah, we were doing news there. I thought we were uh, talking film tour. From Casper, Wyoming. Uh, The reverse raffle and auction to benefit the Boys and Girls Club of Central Wyoming is being put on. You have a couple prizes you can bid for and a couple prizes you could win. The biggest thing that you could bid on is a fly fishing trip with former Vice President Dick Cheney. As long as he's not going on a quail hunting trip, I would probably go with him. And then also (laughs) the chance, which I do love, of winning a Mercedes-Benz. Oh, Uh so you can either go fishing or win a car. Yeah, a 94 (laughs) 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 Mercedes-Benz. And it's like, that is is the perfect fly fishing auction. Uh, Yeah, a a 1994 diesel. That was a good year, though. That was a good year. So I I brought that up because, Paul, when you were out west, you ran into the old vice president. He wasn't vice president at the moment, but he was running for vice president. Yeah, I sold him an illegal... I don't know if he hears this. I'm sure he's one of our top listeners. I think we're saying. But, yeah, he wasn't quite a a resident yet. In Wyoming, he had to live there for a year to get the resident fishing license. He rolls in there with his crew and his, like, you know, black Cadillacs and comes in there had just moved there in order to be vice president with Mm -hmm. Bush because they couldn't both live in Texas. So he goes, I want a resident fishing license. And my boss at the time, he goes, just just sell it to him. <laughs> so he fills out this document, you know, state document. It's got my signature and so his on it. Documents. It was an illegal state document. In order to falsified documents. You let his you let daughter actually got popped for that when really? I was living there a couple of years ago. Same deal? Yeah, yeah, she bought a house in Wilson but hadn't been there for a year yeah. and got an uh, in-state license. And they ended up, like, fining her all this money oh. and stuff. She tried fighting it, of course. But, like, oh, yeah. They take that pretty serious. Oh, yeah. And I, I stole, like, the yellow copy. You know, there's, yeah, like, a yeah. blue, a pink, and a yellow. And I was like, beep. You still got it? I've got it somewhere, nice. man. I don't know where it is. <laughs> nice. but, yeah. Old dick. Okay, and I believe the next story that we've got coming from uh, Wisconsin, Madison County. Mm, uh, good place. Dateline Mutsi. A lot of bridges. Yeah. Madison County <laughs> fisherman died Friday after he fell through ice on a small lake along the Mutsi Bypass near the intersection or I'm sorry, Interstate 67 North Exit. Relatives told investigators that 70-year-old Dorsal Goings of rural Summitville had been fishing at the lake several days this week. Authorities were alerted shortly after 5 p.m. that Goings had not been seen for several hours. Two buckets, one containing fishing gear, were visible near a hole in the ice about 50 feet from the shore. The fisherman whose vehicle was parked on the other end of the lake was nowhere to be seen. That's Uh, depressing. Yes, the number one point I took from this is this makes me feel like such a asshole when I'm like, man, it's cold. I don't know if I want to go out and get fish. <laughs> so this seventy year old guy's out on the lake every day, out going out, going. But you it. see what it got him—a hole in the ice next to his two buckets. That was it, man. I'm, I'm still not. That's got to be a bad way to go. Oh, look, I, oh. I, I, I've been out in. The, slu- the snow, the sleet, the sleet, the, the, the snow. <laughs> you know, I've, I've been out in a lot of it. But it's like, there I don't, were sluts I, everywhere. I still I, went fishing. I, I don't know. I, I, guess, I guess it's too much of South Georgia. I mean, it's like when you see ice on a body of water, you're like, that's cool. But it's like, take a step on it. Oh, no, hell no. No. Uh-huh. no. no, 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 no. And they go, oh, it's a foot thick, man. You can't even, you could drive a car on a snow. They do drive cars on them all the time, like up there. Like that. You're fucking crazy, man. I'm not driving on ice. Okay, and uh, from Paul's home state of Texas, Texas game wardens make a big catch after two young men bragged on Facebook about how many fish they caught and illegally kept. What companies were they pro staffers for? 
Uh, too numerous. <laughs> not a hashtag. Die or yeah. a lot of hashtags. <laughs> this pi- the, the picture was posted on local fishing group f- uh, Facebook page by one of the men. As you can imagine, other anglers quickly noticed how many fish there were in the picture and reported the two men to the game warden. A uh, lot of redfish in this photo. The very next day, game wardens made contact with those two fishermen and handed them 11 citations in total, one for fishing without a license and the rest for fishing over the limit. Each ticket carries a fine up to $500, plus the two men will have to pay civil restitution on each fish. And, uh, I mean, technically, the game warden could take their truck, their boat, and everything yeah. they use to catch those fish. Their Facebook page. Yeah. <laughs> oh, woo. Yeah. Woo. Fighting words. Oh, they're pro staffers everywhere. And the last story <sighs> from everything that we love, New York City. Oh, yeah. I'm so, good there for like two days, and then I got to get out. So from the Bronx... They were fishing for stolen mail, but they ended up being the ones who were caught by the cops. I love a good news pun. (laughs) (laughs) Three suspects were arrested last week after officers observed them hanging around mailboxes on a number of corners in the Bronx early in the morning. NYPD released a picture of the fishing pole they were using to try to snag mail and whatever money and valuable information might be in it. Wait, how? Oh, they were like running a line down into the... Into the mailboxes? I think in the mailbox with a, with a fishing pole. Hmm. They said uh, in Bedford Park and Norwood sections of the Bronx, neighbors had been advised that suspects are taking water bottles, tying a string around them, and covering them with sticky glue to, or flypaper to fish envelopes from the mailbox. Interesting. How do you get it back out through the thing? I mean, I, I guess... I'm sure there's a method. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's always a method. Well, when you put that much ingenuity behind it, I'm sure they came to that roadblock at one point. So. All right. Is that oh UPS guys here? There we go. Here, I'll go, I'll go get it. This is one of the downsides of doing a uh, radio show during business hours. There's business going on. You know what the funny thing is? Is that uh, he came by earlier today. I pulled up and I go, hey, guys, uh, UPS guys here. And Paul runs out the front door to go get it. And Paul comes back with nothing. <laughs> and I was like, Paul, what's the, what's the deal? Like, what did we get in the mail? He's like, guy got out the truck, scurried around in the back for a little bit, and said, ah, shit, I can't find it. I'll come back later. <laughs> so he came back. Those are our uh, those are our uh, signs we had made where three came and two were wrong. Oh, we had them reprinted. Yeah. Differently wrong. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not <laughs> like, even why would wrong. you even put... Three items in there when two weren't even. I can't right. wait to open it and see if it's right. That would make me hilarious. That would, that's gonna be good. Well, should we uh, rock the Diddy call? I've got an idea too. What I'm gonna do with him? I'm gonna act like I'm Joe, the pizza delivery guy, trying to deliver the pizza and I can't find his address. And then he's gonna be like, "Well, we didn't order pizza." Oh, here we go. Here we go. Oh, is this Larry Pocket? That is, yeah. Hey, Larry, this is Joe. How are you? I'm trying to deliver this pizza you order from Domino's. What? I, order, I think I'm trying to find your address. You ordered a, a pizza from Domino's. <laughs> I'm trying to deliver a pizza. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, <laughs> I got him. That shows you how good our characters are. I want, what? Dad. Steve Wilkes here. We're recording. I want to make sure you can't see what's underneath it. I want so much sausage on it. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? So you got crazy Steve. Make we're, sure you're not- 
We're calling you from the radio. Are you? Dad, we're calling you from the radio show. Are you calling? You're calling, you're calling on a different number, aren't you? This is the radio show again. We're calling you from the radio show again. You're live. Oh, radio show. You're putting Steve and I on the radio. Oh, well, I didn't goodness. know Steve was going to be there. That's just an extra <laughs> bonus. What do y'all? Re- what do y'all? Oh, what are y'all recording? The Breakfast Blues. Ooh. Uh, trout fishing in America, buddies. Y'all must be drinking. Ronnie Levine. Yeah, Dad, are y'all drinking? You give me hot eggs every morning. Cheese, I'ma let you go. Is Steve sm- is Steve smoking that weed? Let me. You give me hot eggs every morning. Jeez, I'ma let you go. <laughs> yeah, you give me hot eggs every morning. Jeez, I'ma let you go. You hot butter bitch, your teeth and bear it, girl. I do not love you no more. You don't get that glazed look on your face, baby. Woo! Hey, Dad. I never saw this misery. Full of buns. Full of I never saw this misery. Well, you acted so ungratefully. You gave me a raisin to be free. Orange juice of Freddy O'Shell. That's it. That's it. Steve Wilkes, everyone. That's what we're doing. (laughs) And if we're on the radio, that was recorded by a comedian in Houston named Steve Callett, but he credits trout fishing in America for writing it, the Breakfast Blues. All right. Well, here you go. Nice. Pretty cool song, eh? Yeah, yeah, man. Well, I'm glad y'all are recording it so we could get that. Uh, well, uh, I'll see we'll you. We'll finish and send. I'll send you a copy out. I'll right. send you a copy out. I'll see you Friday. Bye, Dad. I'll see you Friday. You're coming Friday, I know. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Okay. Well, get, get that cold beer ready. Let me know when you want me to. Let me know when you want me to pick you up at Love Field. I will get that cold beer ready. All right, man. And quit smoking that weed. <laughs> Oh, no weed, no weed, no weed. This ain't Colorado, boy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, see, see y'all. Well, All right, that was Larry totally, Puckett. Uh, that, that was, was totally, awesome. That was totally impromptu. Yeah, I yeah, did not expect that. I had no it. idea we were going to have a song. That's kind of what that. you get when you call. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We haven't called my dad yet. I, I, don't think I my can't dad's wait not, to call your dad. Oh, my dad's uh, going to be amazing. Oh, my God. I can't wait to call your dad. We can give him a call. We can give it a try. Let's wait till next one. Okay. Let's do it. Next okay. video call. Like Will even said, "Man, I got to prep my dad." I was like, "That's not the that's the no. fun of." It. He's like, "Well, we need to prep." <laughs> <laughs> There's just a, a list of words we don't need to say. <laughs> I, I will say, uh, I thought of, I thought of something the other day, and Will, you and I talked about it. Just one of the funniest things Will ever did, and I found out secondhand too. We were down in New Orleans, you know, for IFTD three or four years ago, and. Uh, we were at the Drake Video Award Show, and there it was kind of this warehouse. And uh, Trey was down there with us, Trey Miller. And uh, I was like, "Man, where's where's where the hell is Will?" Trey looks over, and he's and uh, Trey goes, "Oh, he's over there talking to Andy Mill. Lord knows what the hell he's talking about with Andy Mill." So Trey gets over there. And Trey gets where he <laughs> could. Trey gets where Will couldn't see him listening. And he goes, 
Paul, you know what he just said? He just told Andy Mill he needs to come out check out the amazing tarpon fishery that is South Carolina. Uh, that, like, that's kind of a misquote of what like, I was saying. Uh, like, like that, Andy Mill's just I, I, dying to get to South Carolina. Because I, I know no one builds it up and over-exaggerates like Trey Miller. I did the same thing on all his stories, so believe me. I would love to know what the hell you were talking about, oh, we, Andy Mill. We were, we were actually talking about... Andy, uh, hey, uh, come here. Uh, oh, after uh, I'd had several drinks bought for me by uh, Bear Holman, so my Jack and Jack, um, we were talking about his book, and uh, we just started talking about it. It's like, yeah, I don't get down to Florida much, but I was like, tarpon fishing seems to be pretty good in the area I'm in, being coming from Atlanta. And uh, but we did have a talk. We were both there. Had a couple cold ones in your face. Well, it wasn't cold. What's, it was, that, it what's was that guy? Jack. I'm trying to think. I, that guy Joe that has the Penn State hat on. The old guy that uh, old school. Oh, Joe Herman. Humphreys. Joe Humphreys. Yeah. So. Charlotte, we were at a fly show. Me and John uh, Irwin, buddy of mine here, is God. Um, and pro John, staff. Yeah, pro staff. And so Joe Humphreys is there doing demonstrations or whatever. So he had come around the corner, and John Irwin's like one of the funniest people I know, but he, he didn't even recognize who it was. Like, I don't know how you don't. Penn State hat, the whole fucking thing. You might as well have a, one of those box vests he likes to wear on. But he comes walking <laughs> around the corner, and I, John knows somebody who went to Penn State or something. And so he comes walking around. John sees him go by and like steps out in his way, like completely. John's like six one, six two. Joe Humphreys is a tiny little man. John like steps out and like blocks the thing, slaps the bill of his hat like like nicely. Just taps the bill of his hat like knocks it down and goes, "Hey, bro, where'd you get that hat?" <laughs> and like Joe Humphreys, which at these shows, if you ever been to them, people just like with with anybody that's quasi famous, kind of like touching Bill dances. They're, they're kind of like they're kind of <laughs> just hoard around these guys. So Joe's not used to people just affronting him in that manner. <laughs> And Joe just looks at he like fixes his hat and he looks at him and goes, Hi, I'm Joe. <laughs> and, was like, and then like John nice. comes back and goes, That was a nice old man. I'm like, You don't I was like, John, that's Joe Humphrey. He goes, That was Joe Humphrey. <laughs> I had no I, idea. I, I, just to just to elaborate a little further what we were talking about, I just got an email from iCast about booking hotel rooms. If you really want to be in the fishing industry and get on a pro staff, Let's get on a hotel pro staff. Yeah. yeah. Team oh, Marriott. Yeah. Amazing, yeah. yeah. Give me the discount. Marriott Rewards, dude. Yeah, yeah. Marriott the, Rewards. I'll take we're that We're going to stay at that Roseland this time, the one that's closer to <laughs> I where guess the so. well, film I, thing I thought happens. last time I put one of the closest hotels oh, to ICAST. As a crow closer, flies, it was. Closer, <laughs> closer than Roseland. Or, I'm sorry, a little bit farther out in Roseland, but the closest one other than that. The only thing it was, it was on the other side of the interstate. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, it, it's not close. There's like four hotels that touch the convention that you can walk through a tunnel to. You picked the one that you had to get in your car and cross an interstate. Yeah, I think, yeah. I, I, think I had Google Maps on Amish. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, are you guys going probably? Yeah, there's a good chance of that. Yeah. Get going down there. Had a there. good time last year. See your yeah. people. It's not too far. Yeah. 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 Well, let's get that Ro- Rosen Center one this year. Yep, I'll get on that. I'm sure it's the same price as the one we, we have. we got to wait for the uh, Flood Tide Company credit card to get back since we left. Oh, I've already had two hiccups of your payment didn't go through. because yeah, we, we'll, we left one at a bar. We Not we. <laughs> I was using my personal one. I didn't know we were using the Flood Tide one. Will goes, we get to McDonald's the next morning not feeling good. And he goes, oh, hell. I left it at Abe's. <laughs> yep. So there's already been like three things that just automatic pay through that card, uh, you know, that make the gears grind and go and... Well, and it's one. It, we would easily gone back, but this is one of those bars that like oh, doesn't, doesn't open, open to eight. Like eight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Abe's. It has like eight Abe's foot ceilings Lincoln. and like tiny basement. It's a great bar though. Yeah, we had. A and good it time. worked. That they uh, overserved me quite a bit. Yeah, we had <laughs> some. Uh, we had some drinks with industry folk that don't want their name out. 
And that reminds me of the old industry we were talking about, Joe Humphreys. We got old Bob Clouser coming into town later this month, and I think Maddie's going to get him out on the water. Nice. Yeah. Bobby C. Yeah. Either between be good time. between you and Scotty, someone's going to get him out. Yeah, yeah. That dude a Farmer times. Bob. He's a really nice guy. Totally. He's but a stud. Shameless promotion. We were at the, uh, what was it? Suds and Bugs fly tying event at Rivers and Glen uh-huh. out of Savannah. Uh-huh. Heard about that. It was a good time. We, uh, we had. I had more suds than I tied bugs. <laughs> I didn't tie anything. No, I tied one on. <laughs> now, now you're talking. Yeah, we're now on. you're talking. We're gonna we're gonna get into that later. We got a whole section for that. Well, um, let's go out on this, and uh, we're gonna come back with. Uh, I'm not gonna give it away yet, but and all we're gonna give. Give old, it away, Paul. Give it away. Give it away. Now we're gonna talk. Give old Doug McNaught a call too, just nice. to. Uh, Maybe he's making music. God, I bet he. I bet he's tying some bugs. You know. Loves tying bugs. Could all right. Be. Back after these messages from our sponsors. If I told him how I make Hidden Valley Ranch salad dressing, he'd never try it. I ate it. This dressing's delicious. It's different. You see, the Hidden Valley fixings turn mayonnaise and buttermilk. What'd you say? I said we're out of butter. Oh. Into an extraordinary salad dressing with a fresh, lively flavor that's delicious, like he says. Eat it. Who are you talking to? I'm talking. Uh, it's on the TV, Ralph. Delicious Hidden Valley Ranch, the original flavor buttermilk dressing with the original taste. You've never drank beer to this song, have you? I've never gotten drunk to this one. Wait, oh, by never, if you mean always, then yeah, I've always gotten drunk to this song. <laughs> I love it. I love the story we were telling earlier. Uh, when Mike had his car blues, car troubles earlier this week, he said he came home and his girlfriend said, I got you some beer because I know you'd want to get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she knows me well. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I Usually with me, it's just drunk. like, I got you some beer. No, nah, she's like, I know you'd want to get drunk. She knows me. <laughs> yeah, you get when someone buys you some beer, you're like, Penny will buy, oh, I bought you some beer. You're like, yeah. what did you get? <laughs> uh, what do you like or not like to get? What's It depends. Um, is there one she gets you all the time that you told her, I don't really like it? I, I guess it's kind of what, uh, I'm, I'm a big guy, I put the beer situationally. I'm not going to sit down on the couch and watch a sports event or something just drinking a Coors Light. I'll drink a Coors Light all day for out having a good time. It's like, usually I like a little nicer beer, a little craft beer, you know. Maybe where I'm not going to sit down and drink 12 of them. Well, the girl knew knew what kind of situation I was in. So I had a like a case of Coors Light in the refrigerator on ice. Like she knew, like if you're gonna get drunk, get drunk. Like just go go dirty, you know, Colorado Bullet. Just do it. What's Matt's beer choice? Um, I like the cheap beer these days. High Life. Yeah, you're. High, I like. Oh, High I love High, High Life. Yeah. PBR. Even though people. PBR. High Life. Yeah. One of the two. Highlight I'd say, man, seems to be a little completely underrated beer. Natty Light, like it gets a bad rap, but it's just as good as Coors Light or anything. That's a good boat beer. Natty Light. That's about fantastic. the only time I really the, drink. The one I discovered recently was uh, Bush Ice, oh, and it's what? like six and a half percent, and it's like six bucks for it a twelve is, pack. Man. Oh yeah, dude. I saw some video, or video where you guys were 
rocking when your mm. crew came in and y'all were on the boat. Oh, with yeah. Butt Crushing ice. some butt uh, ice. Yeah. yeah. Well, I saw that, uh, you know, my dad's big into this. Uh, NASCAR season starting up. And I saw that, you know, you used to see all these cars like Budweiser and uh, Miller Lite, the big brands. I think there's a big car out there this year. It's the Bush Light car. Oh, nice. Nice. I remember when we were driving through Daytona and Will was talking about how his family kind of was into racing. And I go, what, what, you been like just a couple races? And he goes, Probably been about fifty. <laughs> My dad used to race cars. I'm like, so what? Can you imagine him at fifty races, <laughs> NASCAR races? Actually, I have no problem imagining any of that. Actually. Like I, yeah. I said, a couple. What a couple? Yeah. Uh, no, about fifty. Yeah. Well, it, it, I, I love the sport mainly because now as an adult, because it's the only uh, sporting event that you can go to that you can actually bring in your own cooler. Oh yeah. yeah. Hey. Well, we as long as it fits under the seat, and there are some damn big coolers that can fit. Well, under back the home, seat. I used to go to dirt track races. You know, growing up, uh, I had a place. Uh, it was Am uh, Amherst Speedway or something like that, and you couldn't drink in the uh, stadium proper. You know, which I say stadium with some bleachers. You know, behind a big chain link fence, but you could. There was a hill with a graded flat space because we're in the mountains. So it's this racetrack's in a valley, and on the side of the hill, they graded this flat parking lot, and you could park up there and drink. So you just see this row of trucks. Everybody's sitting on their tailgates on the on the lip of this flat place on the hill, just getting drunk, like looking down and watching the races. <laughs> it was hilarious. There it is. Yeah. Good old drinking stories. God, yeah. I love drinking stories. <laughs> so uh, let's let's dive into this next little uh, speaking, topic. Speaking of a story that makes you want to drink. Uh, <laughs> so. And I don't think we'll ever escape it either. No, we're not going to end. I it. mean, we'll have to go ahead and say the most popular one is tight lines, oh. right? Oh, yeah. Either a letter or a phone call or an email. Tight lines. It's awful. And I'll say I probably I probably set it up till about seven or eight years ago. I used to throw out. The, I I'm, I don't know. I, I may lines. have thrown it out there once, first time I heard it or something. But I don't know. <laughs> I think the worst. I think the worst thing is. Have you ever had anybody say it to you in person? Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> it makes it. Right it, at, makes it, right expon- it makes it exponentially worse. <laughs> like it's bad enough to see it as a tagline on an email, but Tight to get it to have somebody screaming spit- drags. Yeah. Screaming oh, drags. Oh, yeah. I, I got sick. I got nauseous for a second. Like I just, <laughs> it's bad enough to read it, but to have somebody say it to your face and you have to hold a straight face because they're serious about it. <laughs> like, but you at least have to give the nod. Oh, you got to give yeah, the tight nod. Lines, yes, and tight lines indeed. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what are some more? I mean, there's there have to be tons of them. Just well, one standard that, fishing cliches. Well, one that wasn't a fishing cliche is uh, Andy Bowen, the owns co-head of fishing company. He would tell us a good one that uh, he knew this English guy that uh, he'd come through the fly shop, and every once in a while they'd play around with him and just say, "Hey, Mike, top of the morning to you," and he would say, mm-hmm. "And the rest of it to you." <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, man. Uh, tight lines, screaming drags. Uh, my, my favorite any tarpon trip. How'd y'all do? We got some leans. Oh, uh, see, lean. All that kind of got some, lo- got some looks. Looks lean. And I said this to Will earlier. Like, I travel 800 miles to get to, to good tarpon fishing, and I spend all my money and my time to go down there and try to catch. I'm not coming home and feeling successful at the end of my day if all I got was a lean. Look, these guys count that as like a win. The guys are like, hey, man, we got a couple leans. A lean, a lean, oh, man. God. Fuck a lean. A lean is, is the way that lean works is pretty much there was fish you threw out there. The fish were gone fish. They just kept moving. Anytime I've ever missed like a tarpon or a big fish, it's like just missed it, never ate it, whatever. I can tell you that story for five minutes and like set it up and all that. But when you tell me just like, 
Yeah, I got some looks. Hey guys, you know it's not all about catching fish. Sometimes it's just nice being out there. It's just 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 about being out there. I got one along those lines. It's not called catching. It's called fishing. Ooh, (laughs) (laughs) that's why they call it fishing and not catching. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) I hate it. Good day fishing is better day than bad day work. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, or it's not really like a, a saying, but it's it's turned up everywhere, and it's it, it's a long one. But it was the uh, teach or give a man a fish, he eats for a day. Teach a man to fish, he buys, and then just make a list of all the equipment that would be. <laughs> he like he goes to flytaco.com and buys products. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Hardy, har, har, har. Or the God sayings like should have been here yesterday, or like uh, it was going off yesterday, go, man. Like <laughs> I don't know what's up with these fish, man. <laughs> yeah. That's usually true, though. I'm always, always, always there the day yeah, after. Yeah. I'm always there the day after. Or you can't catch them from the couch. Love that one. No, you can't. You just really can't. <laughs> thanks for the thanks for the tip. Yeah, that was actually helpful. remember that YouTube video that surfed about a year ago where the dude actually was on his couch and videoed. Oh yeah, yeah. It was here in town, wasn't it? We had the line. It, it was Charles. It was it was in a creek. Yeah, he had a creek behind us, and he just ran the line, and he had the rod, and it went off, and like he just reeled the fish up to his back door, which is terrible. You shouldn't do that. You shouldn't drag fish across your yard, but. It happened. So what you now here's do? some blue jean blues. Let's send this out to Doug. Just real quick. A little, little blue jean blues. Okay, that's yeah. all. Oh, here we go. <laughs> okay, I'm taking it back down. But yeah, uh, and there'll always be an ever-evolving. Uh, but I'm just amazed that tight lines hadn't gone out of fashion oh, yet. Dude, that thing's been around keep a long using time. It, man, it's awful. It's kind of like the vest. How does this thing keep showing up? <laughs> There's really no good use for it. But damn if it doesn't show up every once in a while. How many times when you were guiding did someone show it, like with their vest? Um, I only had one guy, and I, I made him leave it in the, in the truck. I was like, you're not going to need that. Well, it's always fun to have like Trey, who is telling lies about me with uh, Andy Mills, <laughs> and Dan Joseph. They'd come down and go fishing with us. And they'd bring so much damn supplies and boat bags, we couldn't even walk around the boat. It's like, uh, no. we need this thing to be clear well, a little you, bit. When you are kind of like, when you're, I think it comes down to sometimes when i go fishing with guys here i don't yeah. even bring anything anymore yeah yeah but when you're so trout i think just takes so much more gear and like little gadgets and this and that where they have the mind frame where they think they need to bring all yeah. this stuff mm-hmm. but really you need one rod a reel and a fly box maybe I, sometimes I mean, not even a rod and a reel. Not I, I used to go out waiting man i would take a beer shove it in my pocket <laughs> I hook. I had this big straw hat thing I like to wear, which, by the way, Flood Tide Company may have a few of those for this summer. But um, I'd stick like one extra fly in the top of the hat, like a little straw hat, and I'd take my rod, and that was it. And I'd go walking out, I'd have a beer in my hand, beer in my pocket, fly in the hat in case I broke one off, and then I'd go fishing. I could fish my entire tide with that, like you know. So when I'm in the boat, I pretty much do the same thing, except it's like ten beers and one rod, and and maybe a boat bag with like my shit in it but that's it I can tell you, when it comes to wading for fish I, my truck is constantly prepared like oh, it, yeah. it is yeah. not set up with fly boxes on that it's mm. like uh glad bags three pairs of wading like, boots yeah three pairs of wading boots two two are flies unoperational head, flies lying in the headline yeah, yeah. Uh, i've got a rod broken down i might have a rod sticking out the window yeah. i've got nippers somewhere oh yeah and then i just and then i just find an opportunity in a tight and i just run oh yeah dude yeah i've always had my boots in the back my my I had I do have a wading pack I rarely use, but it serves as a nice place to keep all my shit that I can throw in the back yeah. of the truck. And yeah, that's it. The only thing I have to stop at is a gas station to get my beer. That's it. Usually you yeah. get a tall boy, and those not the fishing pants have nice deep pockets, so you can fit a tall boy down in there nice and easy. So it works. when I took David Grossman out wading 
first time down in Beaufort, he brought all this stuff. And I'm like, dude, this ain't going to do. So we went under the bridge on this flat, and we just put all his stuff up in the bridge. Uh, <laughs> nice. Let's go. Nice. That reminds me, we're going to be down at that Orvis event later this month. We're going to be doing a show with those guys. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be a scoff slash Flood Tide Company podcast from the Orvis I will be absent, event. unfortunately, but Asheville, I'm sure it'll be Asheville, be North good. Carolina. God, Ron does. Hey, I, had to, I had to skip that one so I could be at the ICAST thing. So what, uh, last year might have been the time to, to miss one um, since it never got above zero. Uh, it was and awful. there was a hotel bar, and the hotel bar did not open at a fly fishing event. Hotel bar did not open until 8 o'clock at night. Holy and crap. And closed at 11. Oh, that's brutal. And it was desperate rough. because people, you could not leave the hotel. Like, your cars were pretty much iced. Oh, that's right. Yep. So it was we, all were, cabin. we were stuck in there. Yep. We had a beautiful inside uh, hotel room that had an inside porch that overlooked the pool. Oh, yeah. Did you get in the pool? <laughs> we were going to do interviews from the pool we were, we were, at one yes. point. <laughs> we were going to get in the pool. We had Sean set up from uh, Rod Designer over there, and he was going to. The plan was to get in the pool. To that or the hot tub. The hot tub. That was it. Yeah. yeah. The gate was locked. We actually ended up doing that interview, and it actually turned out pretty funny. It was a video yeah. format. And I think it was pretty funny. It was kind of long, eight minutes. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. All right. Matt, so have you had a guided trip lately? Any uh, trips out there? No, actually, I haven't. It's been a little slow. It's been, I don't know. It's, well, it's the weather's been weird been, yeah. weather, dude. So. It's not like you guys are, like, really saying now's a great time to go out and fish. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I did go out last Monday, though, and it does seem like the conditions are improving. It's starting oh, yeah. to get clear, and the fish are starting to school up, and... So now we just got to find them when they're happy. Just in time for March. Yeah, just yep, in time yep, for March yeah, to come yeah. in and fuck it all yeah. up. It's about time to go shad fishing, then. That's about to happen. Yeah, I think that's starting any day. Yeah, it's it's on the brink. It's on the edge. I'm on the edge of glory. It's kind of one of those situations. We already called Doug? Yeah, we can get it going. Yeah, I mean, uh, Are we calling Doug? Yeah. Oh, Doug McKnight. Doug yeah. McKnight. Not Doug Rowland. No, screw Doug. Now, Doug McKnight, is he a Georgia fan? <laughs> This is Doug. Douglas. Hey, buddy. Yes, sir. We got Paul. Oh, Mr. Puckett. Oh, good, good. How'd you know it was me? I'm kidding. Well, I was just, just a lucky guess, and I, rec- I recognize that voice anywhere. <laughs> well, buddy, we got uh, Will, Matt, up, Doug? and Mike. Hey, what's up? We're about to, do- awesome. we're about to like, you guys? just, well, just dominate you with all kinds of... <laughs> Questions and uh, well, stupid questions, I guess. But anyway, you doing all right, bud? Well, I'm 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 doing great today. I'm doing great today. Well, Absolutely, good. it's uh, it's above freezing in Montana. You know, you can't beat that. It's 74 degrees here today. So yeah, you can beat oh that. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> when it was 35 on Thursday. Well, we kind of introduced oh, you a man. little bit. Uh, Basically, you're you're all kinds of stuff, Doug. You're uh, you're an artist, fly tire, uh, orchestra violin player, um, and work at Yellow Dog out in Montana. Doug McKnight. Yeah, I, yeah. You know, I, I definitely have uh, lots of sticks in, in in the fire, but you know, I had I had to give up the whole violin playing thing. Yeah, <laughs> I, just, I just don't have time. I mean, they were they were taking you all over the world, pretty much, weren't they? Yeah, you know, um, it's it's tough in some respects to combine, uh, you know, classical violin playing with fly fishing. 
you know. Now you're just sticking to local know. cello bars, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> cello right. bars. There's right. ton. They're all in Montana. That's kind of why yeah. you ended up there. Yeah. Well, yeah. uh. But you know, instead of, instead of violin playing, it's more more fiddle playing. Oh yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Well, what are what is keeping you the busiest these days? I, I know it's like the doldrums of winter up in Bozeman, Montana, or Livingston, Montana. And uh, what's what's what are you doing these days? Well, you know, um, I'm uh, the, the Bahamas and Honduras program director at uh, Yellow Dog Fly Fishing. Uh, so, you know, it's uh, it's high season right now for for booking trips. Uh, you know booking spring trips and and that definitely is uh my 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 day job that uh you know helps me feed feed my growing growing crazy family you know um but outside of that you know just uh tying tying a lot of flies doing a little bit of writing here and there you know i hope to to get done all my fly orders so i can get on some painting here this spring um, and then, you know, our, our fishing season is just really right around the corner for me. Once it starts, uh, you know, getting out of the, the winter doldrums, I'm, uh, I'm really psyched to, to get out on the water. So being the manager of the Bahamas program, do you, uh, does that mean you get to spend any time down there in the winter, get out of the cold in Montana? Definitely. You know, it's, uh, there, there's definitely some some opportunities to uh, to get down there, and you know, over the past couple of years, you know, try and uh, you know do some traveling and kind of familiarize myself with all these places. I still have a couple of places I haven't visited, um, you know, that are on maybe the agenda for for this coming year. It's tough for me to you know with my family and stuff to go away for you know a big month long tour. Um, that that doesn't work. So I've been I've been kind of chiseling away at, at visiting all the Bahamas, uh, you know, destinations that 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 we book, you know. But there's you know definitely get some uh, some some time on the pointy end of the boat, uh, you know, with this job. And I'm pretty lucky I can say that I'm say that I'm working, you know. Hey Doug, it's Will. Um, I wanted to ask you a question. I know um, with Yellow Dog Fly Fishing, I've actually gone on several trips with you guys, and I mean it's. You don't know about it. I don't know how you don't know about it. You are the most professional people out in the game. It's amazing how much information you get before you even take the trip. But with with that, yeah. um, we do not near as much uh, direct to consumer contact. You know, picking up the phone, making sales, but uh, I'm, as much as you guys do. But is there any like question or request that's kind of popular in the company that someone made that was just so outrageous or funny that uh, you guys just sticks with you? Oh boy, you know it's uh, there's so many of them. Um, you know I can't really let me let me let me get back. Let me think about this. Maybe while we talk about other stuff, and see if I can, you know, come up with with some some something really off the wall. We do get them. You know, yeah. I mean there's there's you know we we love uh, all types of people at Yellow Dog that travel and fly fish. But you know there's there's definitely some strange ones out there. That's that's for sure. Yeah. Hey Doug, while we're at it, can you tell a short version of that story from down in the Keys when you were working in Dallas? <laughs> yeah, you know that's one of the most amazing. You don't have to name names, but it's the most amazing name story. names. <laughs> well, you know, I'll I'll try and keep it, uh, you know, within the a, a, a time frame because 
the long version of this story, I mean, it with all the little details, the way things happen, <laughs> I mean, we, we could be talking about this for, for an hour. But uh, my first time fishing in the Keys for tarpon, um, we put together a little hosted trip with a couple of shop guys and a couple of good, you know, hand-picked clients. And, you know, we're staying at the West Winds down in Key West and fishing with, uh, with Lenny Moffo and, you know, a couple other guides. And it turns out that one of the guys on this trip um, started, uh, you know, he's married, you know, 55-something years old, obviously fairly well-to-do guy. Gone with him on a trip to Mexico. He was cool. But uh, on this trip, he decided to do things a little bit differently um, and, uh, you know, kind of started batting for the other team, if you will, and visiting some, uh, some transvestite clubs in Key West, uh, doing every type of drug imaginable that he could get his hands on. Um, did you know, he, did I, he even he fish one day? Close to... I'm sorry, what was that? Did he even fish one day? He did. He made it. I think we were scared. We, we fished for four days, and he made two of them for sure. Um, the other two days, he was not in any kind of shape to fish. And, and I got to my, my first day of tarpon fishing. I was fishing with Lenny, who Lenny's an awesome guy, but, you know, he's definitely, uh, you know, one of those old school stereotypical, you know, hothead keys guys who likes to solve stuff with his fists. And, you know, um, you know, he was, uh, we were kind of idling out of the marina, and we were late that first morning, and we got a total earful from from Lenny, you know, as we were kind of walking towards the dock. We were about maybe 20 minutes late, and he was furious to begin with. So I got to hop into the hop into the boat with Jack, who's about on, you know, uh, up into the stratosphere, you know, probably coming down off of a really big night. Hadn't been to Not sleep yet. Well. Yeah. And that that first day of fishing with uh, with Captain Lenny was just it was really something, you know. I mean, I was nervous as hell, you know. It was my first time tarpon fishing. I had no idea what I was doing, and uh, you know, my boat partner was was just a, a complete mess, you know. He uh, he finally kind of became semi-conscious, you know, about maybe oh a couple hours in. And, uh, you know, we had bought him his lunch because he, did, he didn't bring it. He went through his lunch, went through all his drinks, and, you know, started started rifling through the cooler looking for other stuff to eat. And he, he notices, a, you know, a container of fried chicken. And uh, he's like, whose chicken is this? And Lenny's like, dude, it's mine. <laughs> he's like, well, can I have some? You know, just asking innocently if he can have some of the guy's lunch. And sarcastically, Lenny's like, yeah, sure. Go ahead, Jack. Eat my lunch. And he does. <laughs> <laughs> Just totally, totally clueless. You know, he was messing around with Lenny's fish finder and, you know, Lawrence unit. And Lenny was just getting so hot with this guy. You know, he was he was putting his feet up on center console and stuff. And he's like, Jack, if you break that key off of that fucking ignition, I'm going to be pissed. So cut it out. Well, isn't that about when y'all realized he still had lipstick and mascara on? Yeah, he was wearing he was still wearing makeup that morning. It took us a full day to kinda figure that out. But he was he was wearing makeup, you know, that that, that morning when we went out. Oh dude, that's um, amazing. And so, you know, we struggled that day and get back to the boat and 
you know, Jack quick runs off the boat and goes to the bathroom to go do sport blow or something like that. Lenny just totally let me have it. He's like, hey, I've been around people that are on drugs. That guy is definitely on drugs. And I am not fucking fishing with him ever again. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, I know there's some more details, and, but we'll uh, we'll definitely uh, have you wrap that one up in person with yeah. these guys. I know that it had mm-hmm. something to do with the store getting a yeah. a bill for 600 bucks for the hotel room he stayed in. As <laughs> oh, far was, as uh, what had to I be think, cleaned I think up. It was a of, oh my god! A couple of grand. Yeah, it was. A, when, a, when in Key West, oh, right. some bodily fluids. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> Mike, yeah. you, you got a question, bud? Crack box needle. I'm gone after that. I don't even know, man. Um, no, I got nothing. Was it uh, waterproof mascara? <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, Doug, you got any new uh, flies you're creating these days? I mean, you got some amazing patterns, and most people probably know about them. Uh, the crimp and uh, and the home invader are two of my favorites. You got any new stuff? Yeah, definitely. All the time. You know, it's uh, th- that's part of the fun for me in time. You know, I spent an awful lot of time, you know, just doing the same old flies over and over, some of my patterns, other people's patterns. But, you know, some of the ideas I come up with are, you know, after you get through all that monotony of doing, you know, 10 dozen of the same crab fly, you know, your mind starts to, to wander and, you know, even even when I'm real busy and should be doing work, I always find a little bit of time to play around on the vice and 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 come up with some new stuff. And and it doesn't take much. I mean, there's there's so many situations out there as far as you know coming up with a, a, a new fly. You know that that I definitely have a lot of a lot of stuff. You know, a lot of new stuff in the works, and just need to get out there and fish them and see whether see what they're going to be. You know. Well, cool, man. Well, aside from you coming here in September, uh, we hope to sometime come see you and go have some beers at the Murray Bar. Yeah, no kidding. That's a that's a hell of a hell of a place to have a after after fishing drink. You know. Well, man. Um, so you're coming in September? Is that the plan? We're gonna figure it out. Yeah, definitely. I want to come. I want to come. I want to go fish for some redfish in the grass. All right, dude. Well, we'll get it figured out. It. Yeah, you can come uh, sit in with us here and call people and ask stupid questions with us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I love, uh, I love dumb questions as much as the next guy. Man, they're always good for a laugh. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, hey, man, thanks for taking the time, and we'll, uh, we'll talk to you soon and uh, get at it, man. S- survive out there in the snow, bud. Sounds good, fellas. Tight lines. Yeah, thanks. Oh, Tight lines, stop Doug. It, stop it. All right. <laughs> See you, buddy. Dummy night. I had to race to get that one in. Oh, that's terrible. All right. Well, not. Well, we're going to break away, come back for uh, the mail sack, and that's pretty much going to be it. Yeah, I think that's all that's left, really. Mail oh, sack uh, Paul, you wanted to uh, mention, too, that you were going um, out to Dallas. I, I did. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I just got an email from those guys, and also you're going to be there with Lefty Cray. Oh, Lefty's going to be there? Lefty's oh, be there. you're a big name now, yeah. Paul. I'm going to go say tight lines to Lefty. You think yeah. he's ever heard that? How oh, many times has Lefty and, heard and tight I know, lines? And I, know, and I know his name. I know who he is. I don't know how to pronounce it. Ed Jawarowski? Every time you say Every time you say tight lines, a little piece of Lefty Cray falls off. A little bit of Lefty Cray dies. All right, we're coming back. All right.
But yes, I am going to Dallas, Will. Perfect. Still, Friday. The San Pedro Beach Bugs. What is it? Police dog. They're cunning. He's undercover. Oh, boy. But they get a surprise from Charlie's Angels. The San Pedro Beach Bums, right before 49ers versus Steelers on NFL football. play uh, good music like this lately because it means like someone's died I'm like oh god what happened to Mick yeah <laughs> uh, yeah well uh, well too many people going so we found out what it's like to do a show on a Monday a little off a little bit yeah. but I'm, I'm still feeling okay about it but yeah, hey, no. hey guess what everybody out there you're off it's Monday yeah, it's Monday <laughs> get your shit together you know, you know what's funny too what I found is like what are you doing listening to a podcast on Monday <laughs> what get I to found work. too when we, when we do these shows like I'm kind of like I kind of have a little guidelines. I'm, I'm constantly kind of thinking about something else, too. Yeah. So I never really get to hear the show until we're done with it and we actually listen. I actually like to listen to it. Yeah, like, yeah. It sounds like, a little weird, but yeah, I did But the half the thing. time, I'll be like, I never, I don't really remember Michael saying that. Yeah. Like, well, I'll be so aware. Yeah, I miss I'll, a lot when we're actually here recording. Oh, yeah, and I do, too. And, I, and I'll, I'll have it, like, tonight at work, like, once I get dead and I'm sitting there charting, a lot of times I'll turn my phone on and have it just... Uh, have it jamming out over there in the corner next to me, so that people are yeah. like, "What are you listening to?" Don't I, worry about it. I notice yeah. I'm uncomfortable when I hear someone listening t- listening to it when I'm around. Yeah, like, I, like listen to it <laughs> I don't know myself. that I've come across that yet. Well, my wife will listen to it just uh, randomly. I walk okay. in and she's listening to it. And I'm like, uh, All right, I'm going outside. <laughs> <laughs> but you're fine listening to it by yourself. Yeah. Then you hear like yeah. the background like vagina or something. You know, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah gotta get out of here. Yeah. Well, let's go back to that V word. What'd you say? Vagina. Virginia. 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 Well, this week was a little week on. Uh, oh, and also we, you know, I don't know if we're going to keep doing this every week. We're going to at least do it once every two weeks, but we might do it every week. We're just going to kind of change it up here and there. Uh, but we didn't have a whole lot of mail this time, so no. get your damn mail in. Richard, Seriously, man. Richard Queso's employed for a reason. <laughs> and you guys got free free money out of this deal too. So yeah, I don't understand that. I know. Let's just go ahead. And Twenty get... cents off the dollar. I know. Let's go ahead and get Richard in here. All right, All right. let's do it. Mail sack, mail sack. Why is there hair in this mail sack? Mail sack, mail sack. Richard's coming in. Go inside. Mail sack, mail sack. Why is there hair in this mail sack? Mail sack, mail sack. 
going in, Richard. Hey, how y'all doing? I'm Richard Queso, and this is Richard Queso's Mail Sack. And like the boys said, a little light in here today, but we do have a couple questions, and I'm going to do my best to answer them. Hey, Richard. Hey, hey Richard. Hey, hey, thanks for I, saying hey to us. Yeah, yeah, you never say hey. Well, I was just, I get down to business, guy. I, I'm sorry. That is rude. It's kind of like when you pull up to a flat. You just ride on that flat. You well, yeah, because I'm there for a reason. I ain't got time to say hey to everybody else that's fishing that particular flat. I'm trying to get into my groove in there, you know, so just wedge on in and get on down to business. That's hey, how, I, that's I have I had a couple of people ask, though, where are you from? Like, where were you born? Um, it, it, it's it's complicated because I come from a military family. So I'm not real sure. I think it was somewhere. Uh, in American military? No, uh, it was somewhere near Panama, but uh, my mama was was a native, so you know I'm. I'm so you could be president. I could, or not, to, according to the rules. Uh, yeah, sure, I can be running for president, I guess, but I don't know anybody would vote for me. Would you vote for me, Paul? Would you make me the president? Damn right, I States? would. Okay, all right. Well, let's get on into the mail sack if we could. Uh, this first letter is from a Thomas Barclay. Thomas writes in, Dear Richard Queso, I hate to add hair to your ever-so-hairy mail sack. However, I need your wisdom. I live in southeastern Louisiana by Nolans, and I love catching redfish on the fly. As of now, I only have one fly rod. It's a 10-weight G. Loomis. I like the 10-weight for catching big redfish Jack Crevel and Spanish King Mackerel that we find down in Venice. However, with shit being so expensive, I find myself fishing out of a kayak in the backcountry marsh around Grand Isle for slot-side redfish fairly often. My 10 weight is heavy, and it becomes very tiring to throw. What size rod and reel would you recommend for slot and undersized redfish? And what is your favorite rod and reel to use? Well, Thomas, uh, I, have to, I have to answer this question a few ways. One, uh, I never fish for slot or undersized redfish. Um, I leave that for children and old ladies most of the time, or, or, or men that generally like to throw out uh, shrimp and mullet on a circle hook or something like that. So I'm not real vo- you know, versed in the uh, slot to undersized fish. I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, the second thing I like to address is that you get tired while throwing your eight weight or your 10 weight. I'm sorry, 10 weight. Um, that suggests you need maybe a little working out or I don't know, maybe just man up and quit bitching. I'm not real sure. I've also never been tired from throwing a rod. Uh, I, I I guess it's just, uh, maybe you have some shoulder problems or something. I really don't know. Um, so here's the first thing I would do. I would go get a gym membership. And I would start doing some curls, maybe some bench press. I don't know. Just beef up a little bit. Eat some more protein. Second thing I would do is, uh, I don't know, stop whining about catching small fish and stop trying to catch small fish. Go catch big fish. Big fish are more fun anyway. Then you don't need to buy a new rod. I've solved all of your problems. Get stronger. Chase bigger fish. That, that, that'll do. Okay. I'm sorry, Thomas, for your woes. All right. Second question. Dear Richard. How close can you fish to another boat on the same flat? Sincerely, Normal Stitz. Well, Norma, Norma Stitz. Was that Norma Stitz? Norma Stitz. Yes, it was Norma Stitz. I love Norma. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, there are different opinions in this. Uh, I personally like to be very close to other people when I fish on the flat. It allows me to converse with them without having to scream, and I can ask them what the fish are biting on. If I run out of beer, I can ain't a lone one. Uh, people around me, anyway, generally don't mind if I come in a little close. So I, I like to get in right nice and tight with them, for sure. Talking yeah. distance. Talking distance. Like, I should be able to whisper, and you can converse. And, there's and plenty of fish in the ocean. There's right? so many fish in the so ocean. So pretty right? close. Very close. Very okay. Close. Okay. Within like half a casting distance is appropriate. <laughs> I feel. All right. The last question we have today. Hey Richard, this is Tat Waterman in Waypoint, California. I like to fly fish a lot, and I'm still confused on whether or not I should reel left or right handed. Also, what are your thoughts on center pinning? Tight lines. <laughs> 
stay over it. I don't even know what that means. Um, so, yeah, let's see. Let's take this one piece at a time here. Confused on the left or the right hand. Well, I want you to do a little experiment. I want you to hold a rod, and I want you to imagine that you suddenly need to reel really fast, and I want you to grab with whatever hand you feel like you should be reeling really fast with. Use that hand. There's, there's really, I don't know what else to tell you. Are you right or left-handed? I mean, you eat every day. You use your hand to write every day. Which hand do you use better? Use that hand. It's very That's simple. A good point. It good really point. is not that complicated. I, I, people make it complicated. It is not complicated. And center pinning. I, I think this is like a... Uh, I think this is something they do in those gay bars or something. I'm not real sure what center pinning is. Get Doug back on the phone. Yeah, we might have to call Doug on that. Hey, Doug, what do they like to do down those tranny bars in, in Key West? So... So I, I don't. I'm not familiar with center pinning because I like vaginas, and uh, I don't know anything about the gay folks. Not that there's anything wrong with gay folks, but they have their own lingo and and they do their own things. And you know, I'm not one to judge them. I mean, really, who who are we who are we to judge? Cast first stone, all that kind of stuff. So uh, stay over it. I will stay over it. In fact, I'll stay over at the straight bar, drink a beer, and try to catch vaginas. That's what I'll be trying to do, okay? <laughs> so that's it. Richard Queso's Mail Sack. Now, don't forget to write in. Uh, we need your questions for this to even work. So write in to us at flood t- uh, info at floodtideco.com. You can leave a message on the Facebook page for the radio show or the Flood Tide. And you can get 20% off of your gear by writing a question to me, assuming I use it and it's worth my time. So i like to say tight lines to all my friends out there. And Richard Queso is signing off. Mail sack, mail sack. Why is there hair in this mail sack? Mail sack, mail sack. Let's all go inside. Mail sack, mail sack. Why is there hair in this mail sack? Mail sack, mail sack. All right, Richard Queso. Always a joy. Always a joy. This guy's always wired up. (laughs) I wonder what pro staff he's part of. Dude, you don't want to ask that. Hashtag vaginas. He's got a list as long as his leg, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) He's a pro staff. (laughs) Hashtag vaginas. Oh, man. Well, you guys got anything else, or are we sending this thing out? I think we'll send it out, man. It's been a Monday, right? It has it's been, been a, Monday a Monday. Record. Let's yeah. never do Mondays again. No. <laughs> like or at least do like Monday afternoon where we can get drunk. And yeah, yeah. Or yeah. have a beer in my case. You're like, we're going to get drunk. <laughs> About to go to bed. Wait, does sign, sign off. I, I like to ask this every episode. Are you sore today? I am, actually. I've pulled what down, happened? I pulled down 10 or 12, actually, tree stands the other day and... It's just you know it's 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 labor intensive work so yeah my the glutes the pecs the labor calf calf actually calf. and it's from like balancing on the, the it's a whole deal it, it hurts tell yeah. us about your next sixteen hours give us a sum up here oh, I'll be at the hospital for nine sleep in the next that. four hours yeah I'm gonna sleep for about four I'll get up I gotta go to the hospital I'll check in at seven get my patients I'll be there till seven a.m. I'll get off go home we'll go to the gym go home eat breakfast pass out and then I'll wake up and do it all over again the next night so. It's just right. until next time then. Yeah, man. Till the next time. All right. Living that dream, baby. Are we doing this next week or in two weeks, guys? I, let's just go ahead and say next week. Next week, I'm let's good. Okay. I got okay. some days next week. We had one one person that was upset with us. One. Because we didn't do it last week. Oh yeah, I did. I had yeah. We had one guy complain. Oh check check out our Facebook page too, Michael. Put yeah together. yeah. Put together a little. Uh, it's just called the Barely Live Sessions. Uh, if you search that in Facebook, you'll find our page on there. Feel free to leave messages, funny pictures, anything you'd like. Any suggestions, ideas? Suggestions, ideas. We're open. We're we're simple folks. We we're always open to suggestions. So yeah, get on there, join it, like it. We'll put up all of our updates and most of our uh, stuff on there. It'd as be well. even better if there was unlike. 
Well, yeah, you can unlike like, like 300 can, unlikes. Yeah, where you can visually <laughs> see how many people unlike you. Exactly. Uh, uh, I, so. Just a button that says, I don't like this. <laughs> um, all right. I think that's it. All right, we're out. We'll see y'all later. Really, I don't even understand how two women can make love. I mean, un unless they just kind of scissor or something. <laughs>